New inflows into Bitcoin, Ethereum is becoming the investor's darling and Filecoin is moving their infrastructure to Solana. That and more in the Crypto Talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum, especially in terms of security. Then we will talk about some interesting stuff happening on the Bitcoin ETF space, some developments on Ethereum and why Ethereum still might be the more interesting investment for now. And at the end, we will also talk about Filecoin, the decentralized storage solution that is moving their infrastructure towards Solana. Let's jump right into this story right here. Bitcoin and Ethereum attacks might be economically unfeasible. So new research has appeared that says that a so-called 51% attack where 51% of the hash rate or the computing power of the network can be taken over by an attacker is now economically not really feasible. It would cost around 40 billion US dollars to get around 1 billion US dollars of worth out of the network networks and that is just not really feasible at this stage however currently only two networks are actually in this category of being proof of 51 percent attacks and that is currently just bitcoin and ethereum and as you can see here the bitcoin hash rate so the computing power in the bitcoin network which is securing the network is gradually increasing and even in a case where in china for example china forbid the Bitcoin mining from today to tomorrow while the hash rate has gone down we can see that in different graphics the hash rate has then rebounded a couple of weeks afterwards so that means that Bitcoin and Ethereum currently are the most secure blockchains in terms of attack vectors from also state actors or big actors now let's jump into this bitcoin story the bitcoin etfs see a record 2.4 billion weekly inflows in terms of money and blackrock's ibit is of course leading and as you can see the weekly crypto asset flows here it is a huge jump from what we've seen at the beginning of the year and in the last couple of weeks. You can see already that the Bitcoin and crypto products in general are much, much more of interest in terms of the institutional investors. And of course, right now, BlackRock's IBIT and Fidelity's FBTC are currently running up the numbers. You can see here the week inflows here. It is crazy. 2.4 in terms of billion and month to date is also at 3.6 billion now of course ethereum is coming up next and we will talk about why ethereum might be just in the next couple of minutes but let's first jump into this chart and we can see here while there has been a correction from around 52,000 just down to around 50k this number right here the 57,000 us dollars is still of major interest for me so you can technically take the long from here to get to 57 thousand and then we'll probably take another breather but i do think that we will see an all-time high in bitcoin rather sooner than later 
Now let's jump into this next news story. Ether's fundamental supply outlook is better than Bitcoin's. An analyst is saying that as the Ethereum price is topping 2.9K. Now 2.9K is an important number. Why? The last time we've seen Ethereum this high was essentially in May 2022. So just at the end or the absolute peak of the last bull run, we've seen the Ethereum number that has since corrected, uh, of course, significantly. But that also means that Ethereum currently is positioning itself to become the investor's darling. Now, a bunch of topics are at play here. On one side, we of course have the technological improvements on Bitcoin side, such as the Denken upgrade, which will make L2, so the layer 2 technologies on top of Ethereum, much more cheaper and faster. And then on the other side, we have the entire narrative within Ethereum, such as restaking and another DeFi era coming up as well as NFTs that are still very attractive on Ethereum. That coupled with the economic aspects make Ethereum a very, very interesting investment. Why? Because the Ether supply is currently negative. That means it's deflationary and the Ether supply, as long as Ethereum is being used, is going gradually down. That means that less Ethereum are being issued every year than are being burned or kind of used up in the network. And that means that Ethereum is so-called ultrasound money as this website is saying as well. Now, some investors are also saying that they might uh, or Ethereum might become the institutional darling here, of course, because we have another big news story. We have the Ethereum ETF that is coming up in May. So a lot of analysts are saying that the Ethereum ETF in May is getting approved and that, of course, will cause the Ethereum price to go up even further. You might remember the Ethereum to Bitcoin ratio. I've mentioned this a bunch of times and every time I've mentioned it, the 0.0 five area was always a very very good buying area for ethereum investors and also right now we've seen it here just at in january we've seen this crazy jump then it has actually recorded back down and it has since come back up here to almost 0.06 that essentially means ethereum is growing faster than bitcoin currently and we will see whether this speed will hold up now, if we look at the chart here, we can see it already. The trend is still in line and here the crazy jump we've experienced. And again, a green candle here, a green major candle that we will probably see upwards towards 3,500 US dollars. So until May, I do think three and a half K is very much in play, maybe even 4,000, but that might cause some other trouble. So I do believe this zone right here would be the next major zone, especially if the bullish news on Ethereum keep on stacking up. Talking about uh, bullish news, of course, we should talk about this, this one right here. Filecoin rockets after Filecoin integrates with Solana. So Filecoin, the coin itself, is up 28% in seven days, ranking 11th among top 100 crypto assets. Now, of course, the reason for that is because Filecoin has moved their infrastructure towards Solana. And they are saying that Solana can achieve data redundancy, scalability, 
security, enhanced security, while staying true to its decentralized ethos. Solana is utilizing Filecoin to make its block history more accessible and usable for infrastructure providers, explorers, indexes, and anyone needing historical access. Now, historical access is an important one because Solana has this thing called proof of history. So they have based their infrastructure very much on the kind of looking back into histories, checking the uh, specific transactions and being able to check those very, very quickly. So Solana, one of the fastest blockchains currently being in use, and for Filecoin, this was a major thing because since then it has gone up and up. Now we've experienced something similar with another coin called Helium, which was very much in downfall up until they moved to Solana. And since then it has been going quite well. So this could be a play for older coins that are still on other chains to move to Solana and then actually use their infrastructure to pump and get some gains. And as you can see here, here, the strategy seems to be working. This was when it was announced essentially. And don't forget, Filecoin has still a major, major way to go in terms of all time high. We're talking in the hundreds and two hundreds close to when it comes to Filecoin. So that essentially means Filecoin has some way to go here. And here is the current chart that I'm looking at. I want to see this kind of play out towards May as well. So we might see some consolidation here, but then afterwards we could even jump towards the 9 to 10 US dollar barrier. And before I end this very interesting news story here as well regarding USDC, they are saying, hey, US government, you should look into Tether. So the other big stable coin with 97 billion US dollars in market cap, they are of course number one and USDC is number two with 28 billion US dollars. And the main kind of reason for that or main focus for that is of course because USDC is number two, USDT is number one and certainly so the company behind USDC is actually saying, look, you should look into this company called Cantor Fitzgerald. They are doing terrorism, financing and illegal activities, and that should not be accepted. Now, Paolo Arduino, the CEO of Tether, is actually saying, look, guys, this is nothing but uh, hot air. There is nothing that uh, Tether is not doing to be more transparent right now. And of course, Tether has had a crazy history behind it. So it is very interesting to see how this dynamic between the two major stable coins is playing out. That was it from the Crypto Talk this week. Make sure that you're subscribed to not miss any other crypto news. I will see you on the next one. Have a good one. Yeah.